Surprise. Surprise. I bet, I bet you, thought you thought you'd seen the last of me. You would think I set an orphanage of children on fire the way some people are reacting about a temporary pause of this show. But guess what? It's not going anywhere and neither am I. It might be a different frequency than both of us are used to, but it lives on. And if there is one thing I've learned in this short hiatus, it's that absolutely no one else can do pop culture stories in the conservative space the way that I can, especially when it comes to Taylor Swift. Some of you have embarrassed yourselves for real. You have no idea what you're talking about. To answer your question, yes, Poplitics is back on Instagram. It is still on YouTube, too, but we're bringing it back here since that's where the OG cute conservatives prefer it. There's going to be no more whining and no more complaining. There will be no specific day or time, just when the mood strikes me, so keep your notifications on and your snacks ready at a moment's notice. Be prepared! Today we're discussing the breaking Glenn Powell news that gave me an out-of-body experience. Don Jr. asking conservatives to go easy on Bud Light, why you must watch Netflix's beef, and no, I don't mean their beef with us after the Love is Blind live reunion debacle, I mean the show, the era of Coachella being over, and I will tell you what I think about Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn's breakup since a lot of you were curious about my opinion on that. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Poplitics. Shut up, no way, get over here now. I think I own three DVDs, The Brave Little Toaster, Thumbelina, and Twister. It's called Taste. Only some of you have it. I also have three celebrity crushes right now that consume me. Theo Vaughn, Caleb Presley, and Glenn Powell. I couldn't keep up. The toothpick sends me into orbit. When Glenn announced that he would be co-starring in the new Twister remake with Daisy Edgar Jones, I believe only the Holy Spirit could have been responsible. I will be insufferable when this movie comes out. The combo between this and then the rom-com he's filming with Sydney Sweeney, I'm gonna be in a Glenn Powell coma. I hope they keep the little bits of humor in the new Twister like the original had, and if that's the case, Glenn has the perfect personality and comedic timing for that. Daisy Edgar Jones is also a really interesting choice. We've gotten to see her in Where the Crawdads Sing and Fresh on Hulu recently. She can definitely hold her own in a thriller, and she also just has the look of a girl who was born and bred in Kansas or Oklahoma. What do you mean by that? Like, she's got the Tornado Alley flavor, if you will. She definitely knows her way around a basement. I thought we could celebrate. No clue when the new Twister is coming out, but it will be one of those few times that I beg everyone to go to the theater to see it opening night so that we can pretend we're going together. Here we go. Genuinely, the biggest WTF moment and plot twist for me recently was Don Jr. asking conservatives to stop boycotting Bud Light because they've given money to conservative politicians in the past. Are you serious to me right now? This is so shady and slimy and such a major ick, I actually lost it. This is one like we're dunking on them now, but when you actually look into it, they'd be one of the more conservative-leaning companies in America. So. They've been put on notice 
I'm leaving them alone. I think you should probably do the same. This is some establishment bought and paid for behavior and unbelievably disappointing. Compare what Don Jr. said to what Governor DeSantis said about the situation. You tell me whose stance you prefer. The people also side with us on wanting to see an economy where businesses focus on their core missions rather than indulging in woke political activism. And what you see happening, and look, some of it's annoying, some of it they're virtue signaling, and it is grating, and honestly, I think, you know, what's going on here? You see Bud Light and doing all this stuff. But some of this stuff, I think, is really insidious. When you look at movements like ESG, environment, social governance, what they are trying to do is they're trying to hijack corporate power in order to advance an ideological agenda. We have done an amazing job with this boycott. Anheuser-Busch is sweating, which is clearly why they asked Don Jr. to make this video. This is one of the most important cultural victories that we have achieved in recent years as conservatives, and Don's statement, in my opinion, is totally whack, and we should ignore it. Hey, you know, we uh, both had a few drinks. Let's just forget about it. If you want to watch the best original Netflix series of all time, watch Beef immediately. Is this about the piss? The piss? If it's about the piss, just say it's about the piss. Well, you know what? Yeah, maybe in a way it is about the piss. Because yeah. George, he yep. pissed in the house that I bought all by myself. That house that I don't even get to enjoy because I'm always busy working. When do I get to enjoy something? Huh? Who's going to buy Amy something? Amy is. It's a drama comedy, so think White Lotus meets Big Little Lies. It's about a rich California mom and poor single guy who get into a road rage fight in a parking lot, and then they spend the next year trying to ruin each other's lives. You will put your entire life on hold so you can finish this. It is some of the best writing and acting that I have seen in forever, hence why I said Big Little Lies, White Lotus vibes. Do not text on the job. Who is that? Her name's Kayla. She's bad, right? This is a bot. You're a bot. Everything from wardrobe to individual character development is so freaking good. Ali Wong is an absolute star. The soundtrack slaps. You are missing some amazing television if you don't watch this. <laughs> very full life that I'd love to get back to. I'm gonna find you and take what little you have. Coachella was this weekend, but did you even know? You know the cultural impact is dwindling when Taylor Swift's tour made more noise on social media than the opening weekend of freaking Coachella. The entire thing has become a networking event for wannabe influencers. I don't even see as many stars showing up and showing out. The only person whose wardrobe I was super impressed with was freaking Dixie D'Amelio, and I hate her, and all TikTok people for that matter. That's how far we've fallen. Emma Chamberlain, of all social media stars, should have owned this event, and she was a snooze. Kendall Jenner didn't even post anything. Vanessa Hudgens just didn't even go. It's just 
a ghost town. It feels like everyone who goes now is a tryhard, and that's even more evidenced by the amount of D-list influencers who don't even go, but they pretend like they do. Most influencers, or a lot of influencers, don't even go to Coachella, and I think that this is such a, such a wild fact. They'll go out to the desert, get like an Airbnb, stay with someone, get their outfits, get their hair, get their makeup, post up Coachella day one, mm. Coachella day two, eh. And they don't go to the festival. They don't have wristbands. They just drive their little butts out to the desert to take Instagram photos, make TikToks, get ready with memes, whatever. And they drive back and that's it. So if you feel boring and sad because you're not at Coachella, just know that most of these people aren't there either. The most significant celebrity moment to come out of the entire weekend was Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello getting back together or, I don't know, hooking up, canoodling. Page Six says they're not officially together, but whatever, they're clearly talking again. And everyone hates them, so even more proof that the entire event is now radioactive. Speaking of Taylor Swift, by far the number one topic y'all asked me to give my thoughts on was the Taylor Swift-Joe Alwyn breakup. After six years together in five albums, they called it quits. Now, the talking points from her team to the media have been that it was her idea. Demois and NT posted something interesting saying that a source said Joe was growing more distant in the months leading up to the tour. He asked if Taylor would agree to going on a break from each other during it. She agreed, she seemed cool with it. And then all of a sudden, unbeknownst to her, the news is saying they've broken up. Demois speculated that maybe Joe took the opportunity to leak the news, basically just having the media break up with her for him. Literally no one knows. I think all of that is water under the bridge at this point. And what everyone really is interested in talking about is the reason why. How could someone you'd marry with paper rings that you're tied to with an invisible string, who you wrote the freaking line, give you my wild, give you a child about, not be the one after all? Now, Swifties know the lyric I just quoted is from her song, Peace, and I brought that up because she went from saying she wants to have babies with this man to believing marriage and kids is 1950 and essentially one album since I kind of lump evermore, folklore, all together. I think a lot of the songs on Midnight's were an indication that stuff wasn't right. I think Midnight Rain could have been about Tom Hiddleston and Joe, and I think Glitch is absolutely about her realizing that she's thinking of breaking up with Joe and dating other people. It's highly possible that he was ready for the next step, being family and settling down, and she just wasn't, which is how almost every relationship in your 30s ends. Someone always wants a different lifestyle and it splinters the relationship. I also was falling in love with someone who had a really wonderfully normal, balanced, grounded life. I did think he seemed boring and that he had a completely different personality than Taylor, and maybe that worked for a while, but I have a very negative outlook when it comes to trying to date your opposite, and I actually believe it rarely works out. I think you gotta date someone very similar to you, different hobbies maybe, but similar personality. And if you really break down the relationship, the entirety of it was almost completely in some sort of lockdown, either from the pandemic or her hiding from the press after she was canceled for a year. He got a blip of tour life with Rep, but her fame has skyrocketed even more since then. And I think that Joe enjoys acting for the true art of it, not the fame, and all of that is a big turnoff to him. I have this feeling that she's going to go through kind of a hoe phase after this tour, but you didn't hear it from me.
If you aren't in the conservatives Facebook group, if you missed our announcement posted on our story a few weeks ago, then I'll explain here once more that politics will come out once, maybe twice a week, depending on how good a news cycle is. We're working our way up to being able to release a different long form video seven days a week on the politics YouTube channel, which will soon be changed to the real Alex Clark channel since I have so many different pieces of content living there. You've got the spillover, politics episodes, plus all this new stuff. It just doesn't make sense to call it only politics. It was very confusing from a branding perspective. The Instagram will remain politics and we will continue to post pop culture news daily on that. We are hiring a marketing specialist for the Real Alex Clark brand at tpusa.com careers if you or someone you know is interested in relocating to Arizona. I am sorry for the delay in the show. It wasn't our intention to wait this long, but we have been filming and editing so many new videos for the YouTube channel and then we had a team member unexpectedly quit and so it was just a lot of changes happening all at once. I never forgot about you. I read every single comment. I know what you're thinking about everything at all times and I know when you're happy and I know when you're sad. I'm like Santa, but less rotund. Even if you didn't enjoy YouTube before, I think you will like the new things that we've been coming out with there. It's just a completely different experience and a way to hear my in-depth thoughts on certain topics and just other videos that are really funny. It's pop culture without the propaganda. I'm Alex Clark and this is Poplitics. Politics.